Hey there, and welcome to The Tin. I'm your host, Scott Fellman. Time for another foray into the world of aquariums with the little twist that maybe you don't get everywhere else. I, you know, I'm still trying to think of a great intro to this thing. It'll probably, we'll probably be three years into this before I actually figure out a decent intro, but let's just go with whatever I say at the moment. But uh, if you have an idea, let me know. Anyway, today I want to talk about how relaxing this hobby is, or how it's supposed to be. I mean... For some of us, what may qualify as relaxing is shockingly stressful for others, right? Now, do you know one of those people who just freaks out every single time they find like a snail in their planet tank or they see a little spot of algae or, you know, maybe just something doesn't look right this morning, even though it looks the same way it did, you know, yesterday morning? Or are you that person? I think I used to be, sort of. I was one of those fish geeks who, you know, upon seeing some little problem in one of my tanks, say a piece of wood slightly askew or maybe an aggregation of sand that was blown into one area by a power head or whatever, would just freak the F out and, you know, have a towel down on the floor, sleeves up and be in contact with the water in like a minute to correct the issue, like drop everything. Yeah, my fishy friends thought I was a bit mm, overly reactive when it came to my tanks. And I admit I probably was. And I think the origins of this behavioral issue, if you will, could be traced back to the days when I had, you know, my aquariums in my bedroom when I was a kid. And of course, one of the conditions that my mom placed on me was that everything had to look presentable at all times. And of course, I quickly learned that presentable to a mom is far different than presentable to a 14-year-old fish geek with seven tanks in his aquarium and in his bedroom. And of course, compliance was really important if I wanted to get that eighth tank in my room, right? survival skills that's what it was all about sort of guided my thinking in this hobby for a very long time so I learned to deal with the small problems quickly and efficiently always did and I do even as a grown-up however there was this thing that would happen when I dealt with stuff in my tanks you know those small problems that would crop up from time to time well of course many of these small problems led to me rationalizing the need to make one more adjustment to the wood or trim this coral in the case of a reef tank or move this plant or maybe tweaking the orientation of a couple of pieces of rock and my thinking was well I'm already in there right easy yeah I became sort of a perpetual editor if you will when it came to my aquariums I was constantly tweaking things and it was really easy to lose myself in these little so-called little projects stuff that you know innocently starts at 7 30 a.m and results in a four-hour call into sick to work five towel project of serious proportions now, for, for your information, uh, I often refer to the number of towels required for a project as a measure of its seriousness and complexity. And that's a pretty good measure, actually. A one-towel project would be something easy, like, you know, shaking a piece of errant plant debris from a filter intake, where a three-towel three tower project would be something a little hardcore, like a water exchange, you know, scraping the filter, replacing the media, whatever. Now, a five-towel project is an all-hands-on-deck man your battle station sort of prospect you know the innocent i just have to move that one piece of wood thing that turns into like a all morning mind-bending total redo of your tank with new look stuff everywhere you know full-on restart mode you you really didn't want to be around me during those five towel projects back in those days yeah those five towel projects (laughs) i think that since i really dedicated a huge you know part of my fish keeping life to this natural botanical style aquarium genre i learned to relax a lot now the reef keeper in me still has a very serious side who wants things just so and who wants to keep his tanks visitor ready at all times but with that cool vibe and natural aesthetic that the kind of aquariums we play with has 
it's a lot easier to sort of explain away the small patina of algae or biofilm on the botanicals or wood or some decomposing leaves. It's part of the deal, and it's something that you could actually use to educate the uninitiated about our sort of geeky little obsession. So, yeah, I suppose you could say that the natural, you know, black water, botanical, brackish, whatever aquariums that have made me a lot less, a, more of a drama queen, I guess, than I used to be. I mean, it's such a chill vibe, and it's almost yoga-like that you kind of can't help it. And it really doesn't matter how complex the job is or how unusual the end product is. It's kind of enjoyable and just really fun. And once you look through enough of these underwater pics or videos of flooded forests in Brazil, you come to the realization that all this stuff, the detritus, the biofilms, the decomposing leaves, tinted water, all of it is simply the way many natural systems look and that you're working with nature rather than resisting it. Nature seems to find ways to do stuff better than we can, even though we may not always you know, fit the conventional aquarium definition of beauty with our interpretations. And once you accept this, you'll find yourself creating aquariums that actually try to replicate what you once thought was actually ugly. You know, you come full circle. These little imperfections you see in your tank, which used to cause such stress, is they're just nature doing her thing as part of a cohesive whole. And an existential crisis is easily averted when you make this mental stretch and understand just what this botanical thing really is all about. When you realize that it's all part of a process, a system, one that was perfected billions of years before you were born, once you get that, you'll totally, totally get it. It's mind-blowing, it's humbling, and it's altogether inspiring. The stuff that used to send me in a red alert mode is simply not that big a concern in the grand scheme of things anymore. Accepting this, appreciating this, changed my perspective on the way I keep aquariums forever. It's healthy. Well, comparatively, anyway. I mean, I still hate water spills, clutter around my tanks. I still like to keep the front of the glass clear at all times. However, you know, if a piece of, you know, decomposing mangrove leaf is blowing into the current or a piece of wood is a, bit, a little bit of biofilm on it, I chill. No freakouts. No existential crises. Of late, the everyday challenges of maintaining this type of aquarium are simply making sure that everyone's okay, everyone's healthy, all the equipment's functioning normally. You know, the usual stuff that most aquarists do. Sure, I still worry about the new fishes I added or, to, you know, wonder if that small female dicrosis is getting her fair share of food. But these are the inescapable common parts of the game of aquarium keeping, and they'll continue to crop up whether your water is bright white and clear or dark tinted and murky. doesn't matter. It's how you approach this stuff that's the difference. It's a lesson taught to me by nature. Ease into it. Love it. Stay chill. Stay calm, stay cool, stay engaged, stay proactive, stay healthy, and always stay wet. Till next time, this is Scott Feldman. Thanks for stopping by.